okay, I, 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 I wrote down just one thing, which you, you know how I do the in which. I, I pre I preloaded one on my pad. It mm-hmm. says in which Charles rambles on about Spider Man for an hour. Star-crossed lovers have a child. Interstellar war. Battle for the baby. Welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics. This is Charles, and I'm sitting here with Hav, and we're here today to talk about Spider Island and Saga. Hey, Hav, how you doing? I'm good, Charles. How are you? I'm doing great, man. As you could tell by the 87 takes it took me to start this podcast today. I think I think it was only 79. I didn't count some of those early ones. Okay, I appreciate uh, you, that. I appreciate that. So. When I, when I was uh, working on my, my mic levels... Earlier, I was doing introductions on it, too, so I was recording myself, Hav and Charles Talk Comics. Actually, I was introducing myself as, hi, this is Charles of Hav and Charles Talk Comics, sans Hav, doing a microphone test. Hav's on vacation this week. (laughs) I'm going to be doing the podcast by myself and talking to myself. Welcome. It'll just be like another day at my house. Me talking to myself and even me not being interested. Yeah, podcast, uh, podcast 11, episode 10. Of talking just straight up comic books. That's right. This is our 11th podcast. Our 10th our with just the two of us. Just the two of us. You can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Uh-oh. You and I. Did it freeze? Oh, no. No, I was saying uh-oh because I, I thought maybe that was uh, too much of that song and we might get sued. Ah, okay. <laughs> Bring it. So, uh, yeah, you suggested Spider Island. Mm-hmm. And I suggested Saga, Image Comic. And interestingly, as you pointed out, I, I don't know if, the, if you were recording, rolling tape, as they say in the biz. This is, is this the first time you've suggested something that is, albeit slightly older than what I suggested for you to read? Yes. Yes, it is. You pointed that out before we officially started the podcast, that, that I was the creepy old guy suggesting old stuff. I don't know why you put it that way, but that's fine. Right. And yours was new and hip, and mine was old and tired. Well, the creepy old guy, because you're doing this Winnie the Pooh style without any pants on, right? You can't know that. Well, you All don't you know. can see is basically the top of my head and a little bit of the microphone. You're not denying it, though. See? That's a I'm tell just right saying, there. I'm just saying you have no idea. I will stand up and show you. Do you want to take that I'd dare? Rather, I'd rather not. Okay. You called my you called my bluff. I thought I did. <laughs> you you more than did. More no, than did. So I, I, I do want to apologize to everyone that listened to the last podcast because the sound levels were all jacked up, but I did get them jacked up in the opposite direction from where we normally have them, where Hav was louder than me. So that was a nice treat for y'all. You're welcome. I, I don't know if it's that noticeable if you actually listen to it. That was just me editing what my takeaway. All right. Well, hey, Spider Island, man. Yes, I hate. I hated it. Oh well, okay. That's a that's a strong take. I'm. I can't wait to. Hav is laughing right now away from his microphone. I can't wait to hear why. Because <laughs> I'm joking. I'm sorry. I just wanted. I I've been thinking of. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. It was fun. It was long. The collection I read had all the all the ancillary. Had the prologue, epilogue, the tie-ins, which was fine. 
but Which, it was it the, I thought did you not get the one from Hoopla? I did, but it seemed it was over 300 and something 350 something pages that I Oh read. yeah, then it didn't have all the ancillaries. Okay. Because right. there was some Avenger stuff in there, there was some other okay. I, I, you you no, there were that that was a there was some stuff you didn't read. You don't read the little boxes where they talk about to find more about this, check new Avengers or what whatnots and whose house. Oh, okay. I no. I I, I'm reading right now on Marvel Unlimited. They're doing a, an event called Heroes of, uh, Reborn. And it's Squadron Supreme is instead of the Avengers in the 616. And they are having a blast on the extra comics with the going back in time and doing Young Squadron. And all of the little, especially from in the 80s when they would do all the checkout episodes. Uh, ha, there it was. Checkout issue 56 to find the original story. And I, I was, I, I, it's, it's really good. At some point we might read that once it's all done. Cool. Because I know you like the Squadron Supreme and I think it's a, well, my views were very clear. Yes. So you liked it. I obviously liked it. I guess we can move on to Saga. Yeah, okay, that was quick. Wow, okay, so Saga came out the next year. So this came out, Spider Island came out in 2011, Saga came out in 2012. No. So Dan Slott was the writer for Spider Island for all of it or just, uh, I guess, all of it. And then the artist I saw a well, lot of was... Dan Slott wrote the Spider-Man ones. Okay. Uh, the, the, the Venom writer wrote the Venom ones. So. And I, did, I didn't take note who was writing the Venom That's ones. That's okay. I'm sorry. It's Venom. And then Nobody cares. A, a lot of the art on Amazing was done by Umberto Ramos. Yes, he's very good. He, you know what? And I remember him doing some X-Men stuff back when I was still picking up monthlies. Not being in... Look, different art styles for you know different artists have different styles for some reason it didn't click with me on i think it was uncanny back then that he was doing maybe and i may be completely wrong about this charles but for spider-man it it just hit really well i liked it a lot i liked the art and yeah it was good just to get into it the jackal decides to make manhattan island a spider island therefore the name and infects the populace with uh, bed bugs that give everybody, at first, really cool spider powers. Yeah, everybody gets to everybody that gets infected gets to be Spider Man, and it, and they're really excited about it. Th- throughout, I mean, and it is one person after the other after the other gets spider powers, except Mary Jane, who is yeah. just wait, what the ever loving I I'm the one that knows he's. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I've been with Peter Parker forever, and I don't have spider powers. Well, and then at the end, it's Mr. Fantastic, I think, that says, hey. Well, you're just uh, jumping right in again. See, I, I pulled you off sides. I wanted to see if you were going to just give it away right I, there. No, I'm going to give it away. You brought it up. It's it's organic. You brought it up, MJ being one of the last ones, if not the last one on the whole Oh, no, freaking... I said she didn't get it, and then you're like, no, 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 I'll do it. Anyway, yes. Oh, well, she yeah, she does eventually get the powers, and Mr. Yeah. Fantastic drops the the knowledge that it's, Maybe because of familiarity with Peter Parker as an ex-girlfriend. The sex. Uh, that it's the sex. The, sharing she, she, sharing she a immune. toothbrush. Yes, she, yes uh, sharing a toothbrush. That's what the kids are calling it. That uh, she had she had built up some immunity, and then all of a sudden she gets the powers now. And kids, I don't care where you put your mouth, you probably still shouldn't share their toothbrush. All right. That's the a, public yes. library, a PSA yes. for the-, <laughs> the... The Jackal, not a character I am 
terribly familiar with, really at all. You probably more so, given that you're a lifelong Spider-Man fan. But any background that I didn't get from this that maybe I should know? Okay, the the Jackal really bookended opposite sides of my Spider-Man real reading because Miles Warren was a professor and he became the Jackal. He was a professor and had Peter Parker and... Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy, thank you. I was blanking on on the, the, the Spider-Man fridged girl. So they had, had Gwen Stacy in class and he had a huge crush on Gwen Stacy and he was cloning and he cloned Gwen Stacy in order to have her as his woman. And he also cloned Peter Parker. Unbeknownst to him, Peter Parker was Spider-Man. When he cloned Peter Parker, the clones he makes of Peter Parker have all of Peter Parker's memories. Cause it's, it's not a blank slate. It's a, you just get everything up to that point. So you could even think you're the real one. So there's a big battle and the clone dies, or so we think, and he drops him into a thing and then into a, a, a giant chimney type thing to incinerate the remains. And what came away from that is the fandom kind of got the idea that we don't know which Peter Parker, which which one, if the clone one or Peter Parker one. Now, they then later in the 90s, which I didn't read, did the whole clone saga where Ben Riley, who was the clone that died, has come back to life. And then they figure out that he was actually Peter Parker for a while. And then Peter Parker, then you had, that's when you had the Scarlet Spider and all of this stuff that I didn't read. So I haven't read that, so I don't know that much about it. So this is, this is Miles Warren doing all of this stuff. He, who's the Jackal. It's, it's interesting because the writer of the original clone saga has said, no, that clearly Peter Parker was the one that lived. I don't, I I don't know where everybody got the idea that because it wasn't like explicit, (laughs) Yeah. but it's comic books. So you can't, you can take anything. It's, it's what I've always said to my nephew, especially in movies and stuff. Well, was that character dead? I'm like, well, did you see the body? No, then we don't know. The, it, it just depends on what the writer wants. So that character is either still alive or that character is dead. It just really means whatever the writer wants. So it was ambiguous enough that they were able to play with that. That's what was going on with the Jackal. And he keeps reappearing. Well, I was going to ask or just, you know, observing Spider-Man fandom from afar. Correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like the clone saga story from the 90s not well received kind of panned not well not well liked by a lot of folks from what i understand and again like i said i didn't read it i that was a time period where i didn't read any comics they came out with the clone saga and they started it and it was incredibly popular and they were selling a ton and the writers had a planned arc out and editorial said, oh, my God, no, you guys got to explode this out. We have to do all of this, and we have to just keep pumping out the clones, the clone thing. So they did that, and then it just went nutso. It, it was just evidently it's convoluted. It's crazy. They killed Aunt May, except they didn't kill Aunt May. They, Peter Parker and Mary Jane had a baby, or Mary Jane got pregnant. He passed the mantle to Ben Riley after Mary Jane, and he moved off to, I think, San Francisco or somewhere. Again, didn't read it. 
And then off we went with a whole new Spider-Man. And I don't even know how they got Peter Parker back in. They didn't have a baby. It in different in different universes, they've run into each other and they've talked about the daughter that that daughter versus the daughter. Some universes they actually have because that's the baby she lost. I there's a lot. There's so much. And if, if we ever do read Spider Verse, you're gonna get a whole bunch of some of this stuff going on. Well, not surprising that editorial and people looking at the numbers are like, "Hey, this is selling. You ain't stopping." Yeah, that's how you get. You know. Again, observing from afar, because I'm not reading monthlies uh, much at all anymore, you get the whole thing in DC now with all, everything's Batman, apparently. Or oh, Batman, yeah. Batman laughs, and now Joker's taking over, and everything's Batman-centric, Joker-centric. It happens. Uh, but, and, and of course, sometimes to the detriment of the story, maybe. But I just wanted to bring that up, because I, I do remember that, hearing about that and the disdain some people had for it for it at least maybe at the end or when it when when they went overboard with it so i i, I do think that i do think that it was twofold it was the overboard and then it was taking away it was taking away peter parker it's changing iconic character into a different character you run you run into the same thing when dan slot does superior spider-man they lost their damn mind we talked about this have we talked about this on the pod yet i don't know but when they did superior spider-man and dr octopus become spider-man they played it the way editorial and the writers are supposed to play it by acting as if yes this is going to be a permanent change and i was laughing at that as all the press was out and people were like you can't make otto octavius be spider-man forever peter parker is spider-man and that just changes this so much and that's wrong and i can't believe you're doing that and da 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 and i was and i i legit was reading that laughing going they're not doing that this is comic books. They right. have to tell you they're doing that, and they're getting the response that they're absolutely loving. And then he wrote one of the greatest Spider-Man arcs ever, and the whole time he was clearly bringing it back because there's some uh, Spider Verse, huh? Oh, good. I was to say Easter eggs, but go ahead. Yeah, Easter eggs. Yeah, there's there's a Spider Verse tie-in I, that he goes he. The superior Spider-Man, Doc Ock, disappears for a short period of time. And in the actual Marvel Universe, in the comic, it was just for a minute or two and comes back. But in later, you find out that he was in the whole Spider-Verse in the future. Okay, sure. Yes, you do. Yeah. So it was an absolutely incredible... The plotting on all of that was just amazing, trying to keep up with, with all of that. And we'll, we'll, I think we'll do... Huh. Do I want to make you read two in a row? I might. Anyway. Hey, it's your call. So Spider-Verse, I may have you read. We may just go right into, because I told you this might be a long arc for a while on Spider-Man, because there's some good stuff in there. It's It's your favorite. It's a superior Spider-Man is worth reading. Anyway, Spider-Island. You get spider powers. Mary Jane got them. And it was it was cute to see her at, at parts of it because they're all they're going they're going crazy, and she's like, "All right, Parker, where are you? Where when are you?" Especially right when she gets it, because she's like, "Um, um," because uh, at that point in the virus, the 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 infection, you go from normal Spider-Man powers into you turn into a giant effing spider, hairy-legged, horrible, terrible thing. And that's happened, and she's in Central Park going, oh, where are you? Where are you? And then, bang, she realizes she can save herself because she has spider powers now. 
And, and she's behind the curve than on than everybody else. Yeah, she just got the the spider powers where you just look like a normal person. Yeah, but can do all the spider stuff. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. Well, there, there's also back back with the. Huh, I feel like all I'm doing is what abouting and mansplaining Spider-Man. Uh, there's a comic arc out of continuity, future Spider-Man. I think it's called Spider-Man Reign, and it is a Peter Parker is in his, got to be like 60s, he's broken arm, he's old, Mary Jane is dead. Mary Jane is dead to the way they put it is because of all the radioactive, basically, it, somebody put it on something I read after I'd read it, and I, I kind of liked it just as a what-if kind of story, but it, it's his radioactive sperm poisoned her and gave her cancer. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh my lord. That, so this is, this is I, I really do think this was kind of a nod towards that kind of joke. No, no, it's, it, it actually protected you, and it, made, it makes your metamorphosis take more time, and so you did not become a giant spider quite as quickly. No, let me just jump in here and just say this, or ask this, really, because, again, you're far more knowledgeable about Spider-Man. In fact, I looked it up. The last time I read Amazing Spider-Man consistently was back in my wheelhouse, mid-'80s, Tom Tom DeFalco was the writer and Ron Friends was the artist and I did read up until when uh, Todd McFarlane took over. And I think we both we both I don't think on the podcast mentioned we both have somewhere you know the the famous now very expensive apparently issue 300. It's not that expensive. Well, more than your your average Oh yeah. back well, issue from back then. Well, it's it's Amazing Spider-Man 300 and it's the introduction to Venom. So Right. It, it's right. going to be yeah, no, it's going to be. And speaking of Venom, Venom plays uh, a prominent role in this. Venom and is it anti-Venom? Anti-Venom, yes. Don't Who's ask me the backstory on that. I don't know how he became anti-Venom. But it's Eddie Brock is yep. anti-Venom. And now, and this is me, again, not having read Spider-Man in decades, Flash Thompson went to war, lost his legs, and is now symbiotic relationship with Venom, and now is a, a, a government agent asset that is... I forget what if they even call him something, Charles. Does he have a, a code name? Oh, that they I'm did, on? and I, I can't remember. They, they do call either. him something. But so, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he... The way that works, because I had... When this came, when I read this originally, I went ahead and read the first issues of that. They have the Venom... The symbiote, not going to do what they want. What, what, symbiote, is it? Symbiote, symbiote. Symbi- yeah, symbiote, whatever they call it. They, they had the symbiote. symbiote. They had the symbiote on a timer because they've evidently done this before and they know that if you spend too much time with it, it really kind of drives you insane and you turn into Eddie Brock. It's a dangerous alien thing. And I think at other times he's even this version of the symbiote when they talk about the planet and what have you, he was put away in the battle world because in that machine, because he has a, he's mentally defective in some ways. So he's that particular symbiote. So you're on a clock. So he can only stay as venom for a certain amount of time. And he doesn't have legs. He's in a wheelchair normally, but when he's venom, he has legs, he has spider powers. And you have to remember flash Thompson is Spider-Man's biggest fan, right? He loves Spider-Man. So he, very happy to be doing something like Spider-Man. Yeah. And no, there's Spider-Man. lots. Yeah, it, yes. And well, not to just rattle, there are a lot of characters. They do a good job of giving you 
a fair amount of background so that you you know what's going on. Like, for example, when we dive into this, when we start Spider Island, Peter Parker is dating a cop named Carly. Him and MJ are exes at that point. Yeah, more more than just exes, this is after a brand new day. There you go. Which is the arc that makes everyone forget that Peter Parker came out as Spider-Man during the Civil War. So that's part of his deal with Mephisto was that he would give up his marriage in order to save Aunt May's life. But then he, d he won't remember that. What he remembers is going to Doctor Strange, who casts a spell, which we're going to see in the multiverse, uh, not multiverse of madness, the whatever, the Spider-Man Far From Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way right? Home? Yeah, I think it's no, no way, way home. home. It's, I think it's no way home. Spider-Man, no way home. There, he's going to do that again. He's going to do a similar thing, and that makes that'll make everybody forget he's Spider-Man and not be able to discover he's Spider-Man unless he tells them and removes his mask. Which he was very unhappy because during this, Mary Jane comes across. Everybody's going nuts, and he's he's holding a camera for a friend of his who's a, a reporter, and people are doing all this crazy stuff. There's bad spider people. Bad people get this too, and they're going nuts in in New York. And he's holding a camera, and Mary Jane comes across him and is kind of like, "Why aren't you doing something?" And the little reporter friend of his is like, "What do you mean? That's Peter?" And she's like, "Well, Peter, why aren't you doing something?" And then he finally goes, okay, hold on, and hands the camera to MJ, jumps up on a light, light post, post in a yeah. pure Spider-Man pose, but it's Peter Parker, and says, hi, I'm Peter Parker. Just like everyone else in New York, I have spider powers. And, and as some of you know, I know Spider. He said something. I think he, maybe you, you know, I take pictures. I know Spider-Man, and he would want us. We're New Yorkers, and there are more, more of us that are good than are bad. And, and off they go. And because he did that, it kind of broke the spell of allowing people to discover it. And his forensic detective girlfriend immediately figures it out. <laughs> because and they he had not off. told her. And he had not told her that he's yeah. Spider-Man, of course. Well, yeah. Because so he couldn't. She, yeah. Well, he felt he couldn't. Although she had gotten a Spider-Man tattoo at one point because Spider-Man had saved her. Yeah. And she got a Spider-Man tattoo. I, I don't know if you noticed it. You can see I it saw at that. one point. Yeah. yeah, I did see that at one point. You're yeah, right. I did yeah. see that. And, and she, she told down him. Down on the hip. Yeah, down on the hip. And she told him when she did it, I hope you're not mad. And he saw it. He's like, no, nah, I'm good with that. No, I'm all right. <laughs> well, and the reporter friend, just to, to backtrack a little bit, the reporter friend that you're talking about is Nora. Yes. I do take notes sometimes. Okay. Nora is the reporter friend that is all about the story to the point where... It is Robbie Robertson's son, and I'm blinking on his first name, that she's dating, and he's in a pit, pitched fight. He's got spider power, too. Robbie Robbie Robertson's son, who's, of course, Jay Jonah's second in command, and now running the Daily Bugle, oh, yeah, he, apparently. He owns the Daily Bugle now because comic book stuff has happened in the past. I can yeah. go into it, but I, I'm over-explaining lots of things right now. No, yes. well, there's a lot of history here. If you're not an avid Spider-Man reader, Jay Jonah Jameson's the mayor of New York. Boom. I didn't know that before I read this, well, you know, well, that he was well, the actually, mayor. Actually, right now, the kingpin is the mayor of New York. There you go. Classic <laughs> Lex Luthor being president of the United States. Yes. Yes. Perfect. So, but in the middle of this battle, Nora's so into her reporting, and the, the, she's a reporter first, and he's in this pitched battle with a new hobgoblin or green goblin? Her boyfriend or wannabe boyfriend, Phil, is a hobgoblin? He, he is actually, a, 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 he is the green goblin. He, he, the has, green a, goblin. he okay. has some goblin powers. I think he was a, he was a, 
he tried to be a good good guy when he had the powers. He's got some sonic powers, and now he's going to be a bad guy. He's an assassin for someone I couldn't remember. I don't kingpin the kingpin. Yeah, he's an assassin yeah, kingpin. for the kingpin. Yeah. yeah. So. And well, and Nora is so into her reporting that that Robert Robertson, uh, son of, of Robbie, is is in a pitched battle with this guy, and she she could have helped him, but no, she's rather record the the fight, and he breaks up with her, and then she ends up. She falls right into the other guy's arms. She's like Phil, who yeah. is the 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 new Green Goblin. So that was an interesting. I'm sure they picked that up after this arc. I would I would bet dollars or donuts. But oh no, they I, they stopped publishing Spider Man after this. Well, shoot, gosh darn it. <laughs> I guess it wasn't selling well enough. Um, so, J. Jonah Jameson, mayor of New York. Aunt May is married to J. Jonah's son. No. Uh, whose name? Father. No? J. Jonah's father. Fa- I'm sorry, father. I'm yeah. sorry, father. <laughs> J. Jonah's father. Sorry, because, yeah, age thing. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but I, I knew that. I don't know why I said that. And his dad's name is, like, J., I think his name is? He's J. Jonah Jameson Sr. Oh, gosh, duh. But yeah. he goes by J., and and seems like a really nice guy. And and right when this is starting, they announced to Peter, Carly, that and and Jay Jonah Jameson that they're moving to Boston because they're getting out of crazy town, mm-hmm. New York of City, all Manhattan. This stuff going on because of the, I mean, May has been working for the Feast Foundation, which was run by a multi-millionaire who was actually Mister Negative, and they got they got to go, and they're going to go and start sheet. J. Jonah's Jameson's father, J. Jameson, has money. He's an author, and so he has a lot of money, and they're going to go off, and she said, well, let's start our own, do it right with charity for homeless people. And if you play the, if you play the Spider-Man video game on PlayStation, the feast, that, that's in there, her working cool. there. Yeah, Very it, cool. it, it, hey. it was a nice addition. Yeah, and, and speaking of going back again, a couple of thoughts. Speaking of movies, you mentioned No Way Home, Doctor Strange. We also get uh, at the very beginning and end, well, in, interspersed. Shang Shang Chi. Shang Chi. I thought. It, see, I thought I heard it pronounced recently. Shang Shang Chi. Is it Shang Chi? Okay. I may be I saying know. it wrong. I, I, my pronunciation is poor. Well, and he's training Spider Man uh, to in the uh, martial arts. And 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 at the and at the direction of a, a new Madam Web. Yeah, a new Madam Web. The original Madam Web died in a Craven arc. Okay. And it, she she was a she was Arachne before I believe was her name. I didn't know that she came in in an area where I wasn't reading, so just I don't have much backstory on it. But she took over because there has to be a Madam Web, and that'll come up in Spider Verse if you ever read that. And so she sees the future and he's being trained and it's important also that he's doing this because he does not have his spider sense right now. How did he lose a spider sense? Do you he, know? He blew it out. He did it okay. on purpose. There was, I forget exactly what the arc was going on, but something was going on that he had to stop. And the only way he could stop it was to use something that would remove his spider sense at the same time. Matter of fact, this, the, his technology to do that comes up later in this because that's what this, it's the same technology they use to get all of the stuff, all of the spiders from being able to leave the island because they were going to break out because this wasn't going to be Spider Island. This was going to be Spider World and the big bad in this, whatever her name is. 
Queen, the Queen, the Queen. I had, I've got nothing on her. Evidently, she and she and Captain America, who used to bang in World War Two. Well, she was a super soldier. Apparently, yeah, she, she was part she of was the a, super soldier program. And she has uber powers, and she was going to take over the world as spiders because she can control those spiders. There, there was a great right. scene in that where J. Jonah Jameson gets the spider powers, and he's. He's showing Spider-Man how to do it, and then she realizes, oh, wait a minute, I can, I can change him immediately, so instead of letting him just keep going, she changes him into a giant spider, and then he has to battle a giant Spider-Man, giant spider. Spi- uh, J. Giant, yes. Yeah, J. Jonah Spider monster. Yeah, and I, I, I grabbed one of those pages after it, because she's doing the supervillain villain ranting, and behind, he, behind her is the jackal, and she's saying, Akira on the horizon, jackal, you swore to me that this was out of their reach, that my victory was assured. Yeah, says the jackal. If you were that worried about winning, when you were crawling, controlling the mayor, maybe you should have had him drop the quarantine instead of turning him into a giant spider. Duh. Hey, and speaking of quarantine and epidemics, so was this on purpose that you did Why the Last Man, which was about a, a, a bad, bad epidemic problem, and now you did Spider Island, or was that just completely coincidental or subconscious or what? I, I, if it's anything, it's subconscious. Okay. I mean, I Because I did think of that. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a valid point. You're right. Everything I'm doing right now, it's just, what else can I come up with? <laughs> You're going to come up with something else that has to do with some kind of global pandemic or would, would be global pandemic. Well, you know how sick we're going to be of global pandemic arc in three years because everybody, all the screenplays are about what's going on in the, in the quarantine. Yeah, and I could, I would, I would never go see anything about it. A pandemic epidemic. I want to go see more, more, more. Give me more Marvel movies. You, you, I haven't you, seen. You, you I haven't seen Shang Chi yet. You don't want to see my one man movie of me sitting in my condo is just poo bearing it the entire quarantine. No, but I would see the one man play, stage play. I would be there opening night, absolutely. And you would be the only one. Just me. It's just, just me with me, popcorn. Hav and me wearing no pants. Just another uh, Saturday night. Yep. Yeah, or Friday night. You know, you never know. You never know. Speaking of great scenes in this, there is a great scene where Parker, Peter, as Spider-Man, it gets to uh, jump in on a poker game that the Avengers are that some of the Avengers are partaking of, and it's just great because they because apparently now in this in this time period for Peter. He's working at this Horizon Labs place, and he's also working with the Future Foundation and Mr. Fantastic, and he's making some change. He's making some bank. So he's, and I think even somebody says, well, we never invited you because we know you didn't have the money. And then Wolverine kind of pipes in and plus we didn't want to hear you talk the whole time. (laughs) Um, But, and I I made a point to notate who was there. It was Wolverine, The Thing, Red Hulk, Spider-Woman, Iron Fist, Power Man, and Hawkeye, and Miss Marvel. Apparently back then it was, she wasn't Captain Marvel yet. She was Miss Marvel. And they're all, you know, apparently playing a pretty high stakes poker game. Uh, and that Peter stays for like a hand, apparently. But well, I thought that was a fun scene. The 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 main reason they didn't invite him one more it was the money, and two they didn't want to play with somebody with spider sense. Oh, that's right. I think Iron Fist says something like, "Yeah, and you have spider sense, so you yeah, know when there's we're, danger." We're not. Yeah, why would like, we, we don't we don't invite Professor X to this yeah, either? We, by we the way, we don't allow telepaths either. That that's yeah. you're you're you can't do that. Yeah, I going back to the training. I love that he develops. According to Shang Chi, they're going to teach him his spider foo. 
because he needs to use what he does, but with martial arts training. And that has been a, throughout a lot of the Spider-Man, I'm doing my explainy voice again, that he doesn't really have any official training. So at different times, Captain America has trained him to fight a little bit. And he, he's just done all sorts of, he just has such an innate ability with the spider sense and he has such strength and agility. He didn't really have to learn to fight that much because he could just dodge punches. He could do things. The thing he has to do the most, which Octavius finds out when he took over his body because he's so angry at him because he just beat him up so much and he pounded him and he had this super strength and he did this and he realizes that he was way holding back when he would fight him. He, he yeah. could he, he can he can kill you with a punch. If you're sure. a normal person, he could crush your skull. He's it's pretty strong. Yeah. Dude can lift a car. Yeah. Uh, and depending on who's yeah. lifted, depending on where where he's riding, he's a very strong superhero. No, so, absolutely. Go, going by, you're talking about Spider Woman. There, there's also a scene where when Mary Jane gets to Horizon Labs to talk to to talk to Mister Fantastic because she says, "Hey, I had to fight my way through and lead all these people that uh, anti venom was curing people." So she's bringing them through all of the spider infested New York to the Horizon Labs where they are to protect them, and she swings in, and the thing looks up and goes, "Now that's a Spider Woman." And Spider Woman's right there, and she's like, uh, I'm, "I'm right here. here. I'm right here." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, sorry. Whoops." Well, I'm he right here throughout the whole thing. Ben was being kind of creepy about Mary Jane. Yeah, I mean, just just like yeah, just like dial it back a bit there, MJ. Yeah, at this yeah. point, you were talking about you were talking about he's at Horizon Labs. He's not only at Horizon Labs, he's on the Avengers. He's also taken Johnny Storm's place because right now Johnny Storm is dead. So he's taken Johnny Storm's place on the Fantastic Four. Okay. Uh, so he is he is spread thin. Go ahead. Oh, I was sorry. Just, my, well, my, no, that's my fine. headphones were killing me. Oh uh, no, it's it's cool. I just you were holding them off your head by the mic, so I figured if I kept talking, it would come right back through. Anyway, sorry. That was our moment of tech. Our moment of tech brought to you by the Public Library. Yay! So yeah, no, but Ben, he's like, hey, hey, what's? I mean, he saw Spider Man. What did he say? Hey, what's up with Red? Yeah, what happened with you and Red? I'm like, uh-huh. dude, man. Yeah. Chill out. Too bad, that, too bad that didn't work out. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, what else? There's no. Oh, there, okay, so of course, in some, in some of, I, I was gonna say, I don't know if it's an event book because it's all pretty much contained in Spider centric comic books it seems like but there are a lot of characters there's a cool there's a cool part where you see firestorm a superhero named gravity that i was not aware of before this and oh oh there was that great scene with him because he can gravity can adjust his ability to light and heavy light and heavy and at one point venom shows up flash thompson and he looks at him and he goes so you can adjust your uh, your weight right okay go light and just flings him up in the air yeah, and so he so comes that, down and crushes the bad guy. But it's just like the guy lands, and he's like, "What the hell?" And with that trio of of Firestar and and Gravity, there's another Spider Woman, right? Or am I making that up? I, that's I not the same Spider Woman that's on the Avengers. That's a different no, Spider Woman. No, there's or? some different. There's some different. There's some different Spider characters. That so no, yeah. I I did I did. This is another screenshot I did. Speaking of Firestar. It, it that Spider-Man had come by to help them, and it's it's the 
a woman you're talking about, it's Ice Iceman, the Gravity Kid, and Firestorm, and and the one girl says he makes it look so easy, and Gravity says no, he makes us look useless. So what are we now, babysitters? And she goes, Firestar goes, cut it out, Greg. It means he trusts us. It means we're Spidey's amazing friends. Exactly. I can live with that. And I was like, oh, nice, because she's all this young, but she she was who they created to be in Spidey's amazing friends. Yeah, along with Iceman. Yeah. Exactly. Because they, fire, fire and ice. Because they couldn't get Johnny Storm because he was supposed to be in other things. They, there was excuses like, oh, no, because they wouldn't be – they don't want kids lighting themselves on fire. The, the real reason why he wasn't in the Fantastic Four re, uh, cartoon, they had Herbie instead, and that was the rights were tied up with something else. So they didn't. Yeah, there's the licensing rights. rights. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have the licensing rights to put him in that cartoon. And a lot of people going back and forth, they thought that Firestar was Mary Jane because it's a it's a hot redhead with fire powers, but they it's not. But no. I do find no. it that she's so young in this where she was in college with in in our in our youth when we yeah. watched the cartoon. I love that cartoon. Yeah. I did. That was yes, that was right in my wheelhouse back then. Mm-hmm. Definitely that and the Super Friends. Are you kidding me? And yeah, those two. I, I think I think because of Spidey's Amazing Friends. That was my first introduction to the X-Men. I remember there being an episode that was X-Men centric. Mm-hmm. You got Professor X, Cyclops, Storm, a few others. So that when yeah. I saw the comic book on the on the newsstand or the, the, the comic book rack at the grocery store, I was like, oh, I remember them from Spidey's Amazing Friends. Let me let me pick up this uncanny X-Men issue and then a few years later you get Mutant Massacre. So thanks thanks, Spidey's Amazing Friends. Well, that's also where I learned that the juggernaut is. Yeah. Professor X's what stepbrother or half brother? I can't I wonder, remember. I, I never it's, remember. It's, they're, they're, they're they have a familial connection. They do, like a lot of characters do in the X family. By the way, well, Juggernaut's not a he's he's not a mutant. Sure, but he's part. I feel like he's part of the X well, universe. He, he can be just because he was in Deadpool and he's been in mutant movies. He but he, that's a that's his helmet gives him the power. Right or something, I, I he gets I don't something. Know. All right, that's sure. Fine. Okay, sure. okay. No, but uh, what, there's just, again a lot going on. Miles Warren, Warren Jack. Oh, let's go back to so when he resurrects Kane. <laughs> I have that panel too. What the? Okay, so so this is another clone that yeah, was dead and okay. K- yes, Kane was dead. Kane Kane seems born to die. I, I, I'm just gonna. I'm, well, he and Ben Riley. The clones seem born to die because you know how some comic book fans, why don't you kill off superheroes? I love that during, during this, at one point there, one of the big battles going on and somebody looks up, he says, some third rate guy goes, uh, this is kind of a, this is kind of like one of those events where a guy like me dies. It's, it's gravity. Gravity <laughs> oh, says it's gra- that. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, 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 it's like, I, I don't know. He's like, no, we'll be fine. He's like, no, no, this is, this is kind of like where a guy like me dies. <laughs> yeah. You're the red shirt, man. You're, you're the freaking red shirt in this comic book. I, I, I love those kind of nods to stuff. So yeah. Kane, I don't know Kane's backstory. He appeared at some point, according to the Jackal, he was his first clone that his broken one and he didn't work as well so maybe he was peter parker's first clone he has major anger issues he wants to he classically wants to kill ben riley he has shown up recently he showed up at at some point trying to kill peter parker thinking he was ben riley the spider-man that took over 
Yeah. The 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 one that was the Scarlet Spider, he tried to kill Peter in in lots of places. So it, he resurrects him and I absolutely loved this panel. And because I, I screenshot it too because it it amused the hell out of me. You're thinking this is the jackal talking to a naked cane in the rain on grass. You're thinking what kind of dad gives his long-lost son drugs 20 seconds into their reunion? I'll tell you what kind. Best dad ever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, so this comic book is not going to be approved by the comics authority either. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Best dad ever. I actually, that also made me think of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did you, okay. did you watch the first couple of seasons? Yeah, I did. Okay, you remember Sky's dad? Yeah. Yeah. Best day ever. Mm-hmm. Best dad. I was like, oh Best. man, that that's yeah. And this was I, this was obviously was that before Agents of Shield? I don't know. I have, I have no 2011, idea. 2011. Oh, it had is, to be. Is, yeah, had to be. Yeah, had to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just I just loved that 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 cracked me up. There was there was a lot of fun things in this comic. I was gonna yes. There's and I, I did not take good enough notes. I I did write down the Spidey's Amazing Friends. I the poker scene was was fun. Uh, the, I wrote down you, you you beat me to it also on 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 Ben uh, Grimm the thing doing the whole hey that that's a Spider Woman thing and and Spider Woman being right there. To that point, you, again better than me because you 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 read more spider-man or have for sure again w- observing the spider fandom from afar dan slot there are there's a lot of people that don't like dan slot's run albeit a very long run on spider-man and do you have any reasons why there are some people besides they're just being bad fans that that just they're, just don't like it i i don't i'm not gonna say they're being bad fans i i don't you you like things the way you like things you being the the, the the you if you don't care if it's not i've said this before i i don't think something is necessarily bad because i don't like it i think things are bad sometimes because they're massively misjo- misogynist and i still loved the comic anyway anyway yeah i'm back on my i'm back on my shit so <laughs> no <laughs> it, well, it, but what yes what i'm saying though is yes a lot of it had to do i think with the the whole thing going on with Peter Parker and the Superior Spider-Man, a lot of it had to do with the fact that he he started out working at Horizon. Things were going well in his life. They, there's a lot of people that feel Peter Parker has to be absolutely destitute, poor, and everything awful happening to him all the time. And He's Charlie Brown. He's a yes, Charlie Brown of the Marvel Universe. He is. And Dan Slott built him up and built him up and built him up and built him up. And then when Dan Slott left... He tore it all the fuck down. And I mean, he just bottomed him the fuck out. It was, it was her, just deteriorating him and made him do it to himself. Okay. And he so he did it on purpose. Out. Oh, he did it. And he, and he, to- he explained why. He said, when you, when you leave a run like this, you have to give the artist, you have to give the new writer back to the basic so they can, they can do it over again. When you're working with one of these characters, you can't. You can't go too far off of who they are because this is what we want, what we expect. You you can it, it's why you can get away with more things in a smaller book with an ancillary character because there is not this. Well, Peter Parker has to be destitute, poor, and married to Mary Jane. 
Okay, I think he should be married to Mary Jane personally, but that's just my old thing because Me too. they got Me too. married when I was doing it. I'm not I'm not gonna live or die on that horse. Great scene too. They're on the Empire State Building. They are fighting the big things. He's he has figured out how he's going to save everybody using Dr. Octopus's tech and a, right. and a thing, and they're doing it. And they're talking as they're both fighting the monsters, and he's excited. And real quietly, Mary Jane goes, I love you. And he, yeah. goes, he goes, what? She's like, nothing. What did you no, say? No, well, huh? What? <laughs> because that was another thing he did. He, Carly Lee is going to leave him. They're going to start hanging out a little bit together again. And this is after a brand new day. They evidently had broke. You find out that all they did was get rid of the marriage. They were still together all this time. Uh, so gotcha. th- th- pretty much everything that happened to them happened to them. They just didn't get married because he didn't show up for the wedding because he got knocked out. Uh, that was when I picked up the comics again. Uh, I was actually reading those again, so I got to read that. And it led into she showed back up, and then they sat down and discussed it, and that's how we got the backstory on why they stopped seeing each other again. So he brings them together, and then they're hanging out with each other again, and then he gets taken over by Dr. Octopus. And of that, that, that destroys it, because... It- Doc Ock is a monster, although he had he's a good a, arc in it. He has. He's oh. a bad guy. He's yes. a bad guy. He he is. Going back to the whole thing about the fandom, let me here. Here's not that there's bad fans, but look, like what you like, don't like what you don't like. I guess my big gripe is because I'm going to gripe about the about the gripers. Hey, if you don't like it, just stop reading it. Don't read it. You don't have to shout it from the rooftops like some some fans feel emboldened or that it's necessary. To, to go on YouTube and tear up comic books they don't like or or talk about certain movies that they think have destroyed the character that they grew up with in the 70s or 80s. Okay, we get it. You didn't like it, but then move on. Find something else or go rewatch what you like or reread what you like or find a new find a new uh, a new bag. I that okay. that's my big thing. It's like look, you're spending so much time being negative. Go find something to be positive about. I I I don't disagree with you on that. My point on this is sometimes when I would be very upset if they killed off Spider-Man completely. I so I, I'm setting the parameters of my fandom, and I would be upset. Now I would think it was a, a like like I said when they did Superior Spider-Man. I said, "Hey, that sounds really interesting," and he'll be that way forever. I'm like, "That sounds like bullshit," because <laughs> just like Thor wasn't a frog forever, or you know, Jane what, Foster what, wasn't Thor Jane, forever. Yeah, Jane Foster wasn't Thor forever, which is a damn shame because she made a hell of a Thor. I can't wait for Thor. Uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah, that should be good too. Great, great. I mean, they don't even have to change the name for the porn version. Oh, damn! You're okay. God, you are you are sexed up, Charles tonight, I, aren't I you? Am, I am so sexual today. Hey, you're All the right. one that was talking about me not wearing pants. Who's who's the one? Yeah. Well, hey, you you're the one that confirmed it. So there's that too. I have not, neither denied nor confirmed that. Ex- exactly. Exactly. We're, I want to note. I know there's probably more to talk about. I did like the appearance of Cloak and Dagger. Mm-hmm. That was a comic book and a characters in my wheelhouse in the '80s that I I picked up a lot of in Strange Tales. They had a comic book there for a while that it was it was Cloak and Dagger and Doctor Strange. I picked up the first I don't know how many issues of that, and that was fun to see them in action again. Just albeit briefly, I just wanted to 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 say that. No, Cloak and Dagger were fun. I've always liked them. Although I have not watched the Cloak and Dagger show on Hulu. I haven't either. I haven't either. 
I think that I don't think that's aimed at our demographic, Charles, because it seems like yeah. a teenage angst thing. I I I love teenage angst things. Well, there you go. Uh, oh, that was else? the other when when he's uh when he's resurrecting the jackal is resurrecting Kane. There's a panel, and he's yelling, "Everybody must get cloned!" Yes. Oh my God. No, there's a lot of fun parts and a lot of a lot of good writing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they're, they're uh, uh, well. Well, telling Ben Grimm to stop fighting, somebody yells out, "You stand relieved. Take a clobber and time out." That's an order. Yeah, yeah, that's some fun uh, stuff. And you get appearances by the X Men, albeit briefly. You got Gambit, Emma Frost, and Storm helping out Wolverine at one point. So you mm-hmm. you get a you get a, a, a little a little of everybody, and of course Captain America is turned into you, unbeknownst to us, one of the big bad king spiders yeah he's he's turned into the king spider uh, so so jackal turns venom uh, not venom jackal turns kane kane into one of these spider creatures and the queen has made him turn captain america into this this other king thing and that that's kind of where venom c- kicks in because venom finds out it goes to to fight this thing and they find out that they find out that it's Captain America, so they send Flash Thompson w- using the Venom suit to become that back in, and that undercover, undercover, and that that I don't remember how did Kane end up cured. Oh man, there's a fight where Peter's going to be doused, but instead the 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 cure is put in maybe Kane. Oh, that's and- right cuz he goes in he goes in to kill and he gets he gets and and, and it doesn't remove his spider powers, but what it, it does rem- is it removes everything but is but it, it turns him back into basically Peter Parker with long hair. Right. Uh, so there's 90s two- 90s grunge Peter Parker. Yes. A little he's a little thicker. He's 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 rough and tumble Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, so that that is another panel that I that I saved because it is it is brilliant. Everybody's coming to knock on the door, and oh, that's right. The two of them are in there, and I think Kane is naked, and and Peter is dressed as Spider Man, and it would be really hard for him to explain why all of a sudden Peter Parker has long hair. So he gives him the costume. And Peter Parker's in his underwear, and the door opens, and he goes, Hey, MJ, guys, I'm just hanging with my pal Spidey. Say something. And Kane, dressed as Spider-Man, goes, Um, wallop and web snappers. <laughs> yeah, trying to be, I guess, <laughs> jokey like Spider-Man. Yes. And that, that is a, that's a really nice callback, because people are like, why, why, is, why is Peter in his underwear? And because earlier when he becomes uh, at, at Horizon Lab... He's storing all of his Spider-Man stuff there. He's gotten a way to sneak himself in and out. And he gets caught once and somebody's coming in to see him. Well, we got to check on him. And so he manages to shuck the Spider-Man stuff and he's stark naked and he puts headphones on so he could pretend he ignored because they forced the door open with the override code. Max, the, the, the runs the think tank, comes in and there he is. And they're like, oh my gosh, what was he? He's like, oh, well, I... Uh, I do my best work when I'm in my all together. I like to work naked. Yeah. No, I do remember. Yeah, that was good. 
the the oh going back a couple thoughts again with Cap and the backstory with the Queen who is Ariana Soria who is a super soldier throw throwaway character not character throwaway because she goes kind of crazy apparently and they try to subdue her and put her away forever and of course she gets out and her and Cap used to apparently be be lovers in the nighttime back back way when and guess what she's a scorned lover and really wants to take her pound of flesh and wants him to be her spider king and then he of course gets de spidered and is there to help save the day at the end but this the backstory they do they do a good job explaining it but i'm like i, I was trying to think back i had never heard of this person i, I, I don't know if this is all of your just brought up in this arc or or what i legit was planning this time because every time i've read it i've thought i read i, I need to dig through because they give you the comics it's in and I'm like, I should dig through Unlimited and I should read those just because I don't know anything about this. And then I did not have the time to do that for this podcast because I did think about it. I was like, that's that that seems like a lot of fun. But then I was thinking about the dates when they wrote that. And I'm like, ah, the synopsis is probably more fun than the actual comics are. Yeah. I, that, that seems like something that could use an update and it would probably be great. But yeah, just because of the synopsis was pretty fun because she... She's a woman super soldier. And remember, pretty much any super soldier that was not Cap had major, major problems. It didn't turn out well for them. Yeah, Generally speaking, were. it did not go well. Yeah. The other thing that you can you can enlighten me and, and our listeners, all of you out there, uh, this, this, the whole uh, spider web, you know, the, the web of life thing, Madam Spider... When again, when I was reading the little Spider-Man I read back in the '80s, mostly a little or late '70s, barely, but mostly '80s, Spider-Web, uh, web, the the whole, yeah, the, 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 tell me that, a little bit about that. The, the web of life wasn't really anything back then. Okay, I, that didn't really come up. That that seems to be, they did some updating, kind of with the spider thing with. And I can't remember the name of the character. Madam Webb? No. Okay. Peter meets a older gentleman. It may be Gideon. I don't know. That has spider powers. And he he will come back, or parts. St- some of the stuff he goes into is that they're totems. Their spider powers make them totems of the spider god, Anansi. Okay. Uh, so you you know the spider, the African spider god, that that's that's that kind of idea that they they're totems of that particular. All of these spiders, powered people are that, um, and that that kind of leads into the web of life is basically what reaches out across the multiverse is the is the web of life, and each different reality is connected by this web, and. Madam Webb can see the future on it. She can manipulate and feel the ripples through time. I suspect by see the future, what she's doing, and this is just my supposition right now because I don't do a lot of thinking about this stuff. I just read the comics. The supposition is that she's looking at different realities, so she's got a pretty good idea of what's going to happen in this one because she can see where they're breaking off and creating, um, what's it called from the variants? Yeah. Oh, variants. variants. Yeah. So she can see that. That's the whole idea. Okay, this is what the, this is what's going to happen here, and can react to it going forward. Or she can see multiple futures, i.e., and then she can try to manipulate it so her reality 
is the one that has the future that she wants in it. Now, I don't know if that they're necessarily going into that, but that's kind of what the web of life is. It's something that, that just binds everything together. And we're going to get, you'll get more into that in the Spider-Verse because the web of life is very important. And you'll, the, the whole totem thing is very important in the Spider-Verse. And for those of you listening at home, when gotcha, I wrote, Charles, you went dead there. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I can hear you. You went dead there for a second. Say that, okay. say that last part again. Your bar went down too. Oh, did it? Cause yeah, I, it just went dead there for like five, I, not I, even five seconds. I'm okay. I, I don't know what I was saying. I, I was talking about the web of the web of life is going to come back in spider verse. It's going to be very important. So is the idea of totems. And I was going to tell everyone listening at home that when I typed in the episode to record this, to, to save this little file, I accidentally put JCTC episode 10 spider verse and saga. We're not talking about the spider verse. Although I have talked about spider verse a lot without really saying anything about it. Well, on the so. web of life, the reason I bring that up is it, it, they did do an okay job, I think, very quickly and concisely talking about it in the context of Madam Web's appearances in this in this story. It made me think of kind of uh, the Speed Force a little bit, D- different, but sure, same yeah. kind of thing. It, it, it was the same kind of overarching thing that, or just the Force that binds and and ties everything together. What what magic device can we have to? explain the powers and certain things that go on in this reality so yes but so at the end pete, uh, pete saves the day uh, like you said with doc ox stuff and gets you know is able to trans transmit or or, or inoculate or, or distribute the 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 vaccine the cure the vaccination to 1.6 million people yeah some huge number of people who then wake up the next morning stark freaking naked most of them, yes, Most and a lot of them, them Avengers, naked. like yes, like like <laughs> Black Panther, like Hawkeye, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to my screenshots. There there is a there's a scene where they're standing there. It's Hawkeye, Black Panther, Misty Knight, and is it Car- Carly? Maybe hiding in the background, and they're talking. Right. I, and and I think Misty Knight is saying, "I know it's very all very arbitrary, isn't it?" And Black Panther says, "True, my beard is gone, but my hair is the same length." And yeah, and then Barden says something like, yeah, but guys, hey. Guys, we live in a world where Hulk grows 10 times his size and his pants stay on. Roll with it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. So, somebody, somebody in, in during this going on appeared with their, was naked but had their glasses on. And they're like, why do I have my glass? Was I a giant spider with glasses? With, with glasses, exactly. <laughs> with glasses, but you were a giant, giant spider. So again, I, 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 I really enjoy the little comic book the the outside comic book conversations that we have about silliness they're having them in comic yeah it, it's the it's the uh, term. almost breaking the fourth wall yeah but not because this but is not. a reality that they they you would if that were your reality you would say hey why what wait what how did we why what <laughs> right no it was good it was fun any other takeaways or things you want to jump in on or or touch on or or make sure to point out because I have one more big, not big one, but one more that I think is interesting. Okay, I, 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 I wrote down just one thing, which you, you know how I do the in which I, I pre, I preloaded one on my pad. It mm-hmm. says in which Charles rambles on about Spider Man for an hour. Oh, you didn't <laughs> ramble much. <laughs> <laughs> but we have been, we we are, yeah, we're at an hour at this point. So, Sudite. 
<laughs> so that, the one thing I was going to point out, not not necessarily about the story. Again, good story, uh-huh. fun. If you if you like Spider Man and haven't read this, it's 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 fun. And I was worried diving into something from 2011, which is when this started, I believe. I was going to be so lost. They did a really good job of, of like I said, giving a quick synopsis of, of where we're at with each character and why we're, why we're where we are. And it's, it's Stan Lee. That is the Marvel way of Stan Lee's way. It's so good. Every comic book could be someone's first. Exactly. And this is, this is case in point. Mm-hmm. Case in point. Very t- tangent but related. This, being that it's an island infected and, and having to be quarantined, made me think of a two-issue run on Uncanny X-Men back in the 80s, issues number 190 and nine, 191, where this this wizard sorcerer called Cullen Gath takes over the island. And let me say this, to the point where this reminded me so much of it that after I read this, I immediately went and reread those two issues. In that, in, and if you haven't read it, Charles, I think you'd enjoy it because it, it, even though it's in, in, in Uncanny X-Men, Cullen Gath is out to get Spidey because Spidey, you know, you know, did away with him and vanquished him before. Cullen Gath puts a spell over all of Manhattan that regresses it back to like a Middle Ages type setting. And you got Cap and you got some of the X-Men and, and some of the new mutants and, and Spidey's the only one that knows what's going on. That's not, everybody else thinks it's back in olden times and cars are turned into chariots drawn, drawn by horses, guns are turned into, into, into swords and et cetera. It, it, a tight two issue arc. And speaking of the whole Marvel storytelling, a very tight two issues where you can get in and out and it's just a fun, fun, okay. cool story what, with the beginning, middle and end. What are the issues? 190 and 191. And, 191. and I, I'm not suggesting that for next time, but no, I think no. you'd enjoy it. No, no, no. I'm writing it down because it sounds like it's fun. I will read it. Uh, I, and, and to my, to my, for my likes. And I, we can even talk about it for 10 minutes if I read it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it was fun. But it did remind me when I read this and, and, and realized, you know, Spider Island, duh, I should have known, but it was quarantined. <laughs> it was very interesting. Different. Vastly different. But some. some yeah, there, there wasn't a lot of time travel in this. No. Well, it wasn't time travel. It was just that it, only Manhattan was regressed back to this time. Everything else outside of Manhattan was normal. It, it, read it. You'd like it, I think. I think. That sounds like uh, it, based on the synopsis. Yeah. So so there's that. Ready to talk about a little saga? Sure. Saga? 2012. So one time. Is this the first time I've suggested something that was slightly newer than you? Albeit... Absolutely. Like a, not even a year. I've, I didn't yeah. look at the, the month. Image Comics... Brian K. Vaughn, who also did Why the, uh, Last, Man? Why the Last Man that we just talked about. And the, this answer is is, his... and the answer is, why not The Last Man? Why, why not? Why not, Charles? I don't know. If you want to take a shot at, 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 a, at a synopsis or summary, do you, do you want me to take a shot at it? Saga. Star-crossed lovers, have a child, interstellar war, battle for the baby. Yeah. There you go. S- space opera Oh, absolutely. Swords and magic. Swords, yeah. guns, and magic, and aliens. Swords, guns, magic, and aliens. Swords, guns, magic, aliens. Uh, wait, I'll come back again. No one ever expects swords, guns. <laughs> and, and robot royalty. Robot royalty. Are they robots? I couldn't get that. It's a giant. It, it's, a, it, it, it's, it, it's, got, it's a body with a 
monitor monitor for a head. head and they be fucking in this they be fucking see don't 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 be pitching a they all fucking all over the place and then say oh charles would like to get it oh, on oh charles you're so sexual i oh, settle down yeah i'm the one that suggested this and yes yeah they're they're getting it on so you have alana is the the female protagonist that is having you intro is her giving birth to who will eventually be the baby hazel mm-hmm. her she's got she's winged from the planet Wreath, her her the Starcrest lover uh, husband uh, father of Hazel is Marco with horns. He is from the moon of Wreath. No, Wreath is the is the moon. I'm sorry. Landfall is the planet. Atlanta's from uh, from Landfall, the planet. Marco's from the. It makes sense. Uh, the Wreath is the moon. Uh, Marco's from there. He's got horns and magic, very magicy based. And I won't remember any of that again after you've said that. Okay. I didn't well, remember it before. Not how my brain works. And apparently they are not happy. They, these two these two planets, this planet and moon have been in a long yeah, protracted... Yeah, they've, been, they've been fighting forever. We don't know why they're fighting, and they just keep fighting. As a matter of fact, it's alluded to that there's no good guy or bad guy in this. They just it's just gone on so long that that's just what they do. And they yeah. go to they go to different planets and they fight. They just it's it's just they fight. That that's all that happens. And there, there, she's giving birth on this planet Cleave that is far flung from where you know Landfall and Wreath are, and that's where they're giving birth, and that's where the story starts. And then they're trying to get the baby. Well, they're giving birth in like a garage. Yeah, a mechanic the, shop. A mechanic shop. That's like a garage. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> a mechanic shop, Charles, not a garage. Come on, come on. I mean, it literally Mostly. had like a garage door in it, but okay. Thanks, Hoff. Uh, I'm joking. Yeah, I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> there, I, was, I was joking on that as well. No, but they, they're doing that. They're, they're, they're by themselves because he evidently was a prisoner of whomever the other side. Her. And she was one of the guards. Yeah. And I, at this point, we don't know if they were lovers in the nighttime before they were there. But they're definitely lovers in the nighttime now. Yeah. And she's the the coalition. I, I did write that down. The oh. coalition is is what she's a part of, I believe, which okay. is what that that cyborgy monitor headed guy number four four is prince prince a prince uh, of of the coalition apparently of some such. And they don't like the fact that those two from one from uh, wreath and one from landfall have had a baby, but they want them killed. But they want the baby. Yeah, they want. They the don't baby. want the baby killed. And so yeah. they they Propaganda? they get these. I don't. I I, I I'm or, I'm looking forward to finding out why. Actually. Is there a prophecy involved? I don't know. We'll find. Uh, out. Well, we don't. We we read volume one. I mean, you yeah. could have you could have you could have kept re- reading. You could have kept reading. That's that's how that's how words work. You could have kept reading. Wow. You could. <laughs> I was gonna see. I was gonna make fun of you and all the volumes you bought bef- without ever reading many years ago. Mm-hmm. But instead, I talk like an idiot. So now the joke is me. <laughs> oh, and so the the coalition also, besides using their armed forces to go after them, they employ some freelancers. freelancers they call them yeah. bounty bounty hunters. Oh yeah, bounty and hunters. They, they, they got the will and the stock going after Alana and Marco and their kiddo Hazel. Then you see the will go to some pleasure planet, and that turns out really ugly because there's. Oh my lord, that was horrific. That that turned dark fast. That was that disturbed me. It was disturbing. There's yeah. there's a kid there's like a nine year old that's a a prostitute but not forced obviously and he's like nope 
and she's coming with me. And, and yeah, he kills he kills the man that offers her to him. He just kills yeah. him, and then yeah. he's taking her out. And then it turns out when the young lady's owner shows up, that well, if she leaves the planet, she dies. It's it's something we put it in their system. She she's here. You can't do a thing about it. So you're killing her if you take her out. So I, then he's I agonizing that, about how to fix it. Yeah. I, 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 that, that might actually be the better idea. Let her, I mean, so what, what do you, you leave a nine year old to, I, don't know. I mean, that's, that, that is a, that's really fucked up. Yeah. That's about the worst. Yeah. I, I was just like, holy crap. I almost put the, I almost stopped reading at that point. I legit almost did. Cause I'm like, oh my God, there's not a, enough alien titties in this too. And there were a lot of alien titties in this. Just, yeah, there are. A lot of it's breastfeeding too, though. Yeah, well, but there are yeah. some non. Well, no, the 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 stalk. Oh, oh yeah. No, she's just yeah, but she's <laughs> also like eight legged or something. Hey, so, don't judge. There's I'm, no I, kink shaming. Like, is that is that legism? <laughs> no kink shaming. Hey, I'm the one that's yeah. a Spider Man fan. There you go. <laughs> so on on Cleave, apparently, when the populace dies and is decimated, they turn into ghosts. I thought yes. that was cool. I did think and, that was cool, except as they said, it's kind of a crappy existence. Yeah, and this poor kid that 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 Alana and Marco end up befriending. Well, half she, a kid. She stepped exactly because she stepped on a freaking mine, and so her ghost. For some reason, that kind of sucks. That yeah. as a ghost, you 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 turn into a ghost as you were left in in life, and you since she lost her bottom half, she's just torso up. That's some, that's some bullshit. Yeah, that that kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. But she she was also like the oldest of seven kids. So she's telling Alana, you know, you don't know jack about taking care. You need me. You you yeah. really need me around. I need to help you because I the the baby needs this or the baby needs you. Don't you know? You don't know what you're doing. You're an only child. But but and also to get them off the planet, she's going to help them. But she needs to bond with that's right. somebody that's born on the planet. Yes, which or is somebody of Cleve, yes, which of is Cleave. the baby. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, I don't know about this. You're a weird ghost girl, but okay. And they get them to the ship to get them off the planet, which is a wooden ship. Yeah, that is kind of sentient, maybe. I, I, yeah, it seems sentient because it decides where they t- it takes you. I I liked that idea. Right. I really did like that idea. It's a sentient ship, but you had to give something up in order to get it. Correct. And what he gives up is his magic sword, which he had already, he had promised never to practice violence again. And then he was kind of forced into it during this arc. And so yeah. he gives up his sword. He says, if, I, if, if you have a sword, you'll always find a way to use it. So he breaks it and leaves it. And that's when the sentient tree ship opens up and accepts them into its sappy inside. Right. A very, very, there's like an atrium. And yes. It's just, it's very organic. I mean, it's, it's a sh- well, yes, living it's a ship. Tree. Yeah. Yeah. It's a living ship. Speaking of, which made me think of, did you ever watch the sci-fi show Farscape? No, no, I didn't. Kind of like a Buck Rogers, flung, this, this, this astronaut's flung across the galaxy and ends up with some random different aliens on the run from a, uh, evil force that wants him dead and there's a sentient ship in that that made me think of that it's, okay. and a lot of the the puppetry is done by i think it's a jim henson company because oh, it's cool. not it's it's old school it's not cgi and that's back from like the late 90s early 2000s okay uh, it, uh friends of mine andy and kelly in fact I, I stayed with them when i first moved to dallas in 2000 for uh, about a month there they they turned me on to the show and I, it made me immediately think of that ship and i'm, I'm blanking on the name of the ship from that. But yeah, sentient ship in that too, by the way, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. 
But anyways, back to Saga. Six issues, but a pretty tight, quick read of six issues, wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, I, I got through it pretty quick. I did not read further just so I didn't get... I, I'm going to read further because I enjoyed it. So I'm going to continue reading it because it really it really left us... Oh, man, so many questions unanswered. So many questions that they didn't even allude to. But there, there's going to be a lot of fun because... Evidently, you're not supposed to kill freelancers, yet the prince of... Robot prince? Yeah, the the robot prince kills the stalk, and it turns out that the stalk and the will, the will still loves the stalk, and he finds out, and he just promises him he's going to kill him. And I think it's one of those like I'm going to kill you and everybody you ever known and loved. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. I'm 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 burning you and your life down to the ground. You're you're done. You you killed the only eight legged no armed woman I've ever loved. She didn't have arms, right? I think she maybe had arms. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking in my head. I I don't know. I was just staring at okay. the weird alien boobies. There is just uh, very for distracted our listeners by the, at home. There, by the weird this is alien not boobies. Probably not for uh, youngsters. This is definitely an adult comic book. Yeah, uh, it's not and, like Spider Man where they just had creepy Ben Grimm, and yeah, dude, dude was he was creepy. Yeah, yeah. Peter, well, hey, if you if you a, were you were a, a made of rock for as many years as he had, yeah. maybe you'd go a little loony, a little bit. He's rock maybe. Har- he's rock hard in the presence of men. Oh gosh, you're better than that. But no, you know, I was gonna say you're better than that, but you're you're no. Well, that's, that's, that's about right. That's we we right. proved that. That's actually. That's actually a, uh, they did a Fantastic Four comic that was, where did the, the, the premise was, and I sent you and Caesar the cover that it said that rock hard in the presence of men a while back, but it was, it was a, what, what was it exactly? The idea was that the, one of the people that knew Stan Lee lived next door to a family and that's where they got the idea for fantastic four so it's all these characters if if they were real and not the fantastic ah, four so okay. including ben Grimm and or uh, ben Grimm and and a woman and her much younger brother and a scientist that she I, yeah so that was okay. where i got that so it was kind of a it was an inside joke with me gotcha gotcha my my nerdery runs rampant. It does, yeah. It really, but in a good way. Yeah. Hey, another another storytelling device that I thought was cool was that the narrator of this story is the baby. Yes. As a, as, a, as an older. Yes. I think Obviously at one point it says adult. she grows old. Yeah. Yeah. She she lives through all this. Yes. Um, and, and she's so nothing she, special. I'll be curious to see if that's true. The nothing special. I'm I'm betting she's yeah. special. I think she's humble. Uh, I think she's I'm, humble because there's no point. There's got to be something special going on because they all want the baby. Right. I mean, maybe they just think she'll taste good. Maybe, if they think these aliens, that these cross species breed, makes a per, a particularly delicious baby. Well, and speaking of the baby, you know, the baby's born with wings and horns. Oh, correct. Yes. And at the very beginning. Uh, they talk about. I, I've noted. I put, made a note of this because because the mom is the one with the wings, and she says, "Oh, we got to do the wing bleeding." Oh yeah. And he says, "Oh, and we're not doing any of that religious bullshit." You yeah. know, that's that's that's. Uh, I thought we were. Yeah, I thought mutilate. we were, were beyond that. And she's like, "Well, it's tradition." Yeah. Yeah, we're going to mutilate the baby, which of course made me immediately think of circumcisions and and stuff like that, uh, mutilating a, a, a baby. I don't know. I, I just I thought that was cool that they just kind of put that in there. Was that a rubber chicken? Yeah, it's a rubber chicken. Okay. <laughs> I know. I, 
I just saw it go by. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I know, I, I know. I, I no, it was funny. I was like, I, because yeah, you gave me one of those. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's from Sven Gulli. Everybody, I love Sven Gulli. If you if you get me TV, I, I'm a ardent. Me and Julie are an ardent watchers of the Saturday Night Sven Gulli. Uh, they show bad. They show sometimes bad, sometimes okay. Old scary movies, which are fun. So tangent there. What else? There's a narration thing. Oh, at the very end. So to, like you were telling everybody, or, or you know, given the the synopsis of at the end to get access to the the sentient wooden spaceship. Marco has to sacrifice a sword. Well, you, that have, is to apparently you have to sacrifice something. Something, something. Yes. Well, he sacrifices his sword, which apparently goes a, back. Yeah, it's a, a it's a fa- family heirloom. His magic sword is a family heirloom. And when he breaks it, his parents show up. Yes. And and they immediately aren't well. They they immediately aren't happy. Yes. And Hazel's there, and Mom shunts Hazel away. And Marco and, and Alana are like, hey, what'd you do to our babysitter? And Marco immediately uses his magic to go after her. Mom goes at, and that's the cliffhanger. Like, oh no, is Hazel dead? Of course, probably probably not, but you wait, don't I thought, know. I thought Hazel was the baby. I'm sorry, not Hazel, Isabel. Isabel's baby. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. I'm yeah, so sorry. The, I was like, wait, no, Shunt's no. Isabel, well, what's, what, what calms them down is they've got the baby because it's grandparents. And the Hazel, the baby, then says, and that's when I met my grandparents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and Grandma immediately shunts her babysitter, her ghost babysitter, Hayes, uh, Isabel. Sorry, just because they have Z's, Z sounds in them. I'm confusing them, I guess. That's I don't fine. know. Marco goes after Isabel. His, his grandma, Marco's mom, follows him, and that's a cliffhanger we're left at. Because yeah. then I'm worried. Speaking of, did I read more? I did because I was worried about Isabel, and I wanted to see what happened to Isabel. Oh, so I, I did. I read wasn't on. okay. Well, that's fine. Please don't spoil it for me, Mister. Uh, well, I need to he, spoil. I'm not going to spoil that. I, I mean, the, sure. There's some hijinks. Okay, because you, you, you just can't, you can't help it. You're if like, it's something we've read, I'm going to talk about it. You haven't read the next volume. You're all. But you should. You're all, all Tommy Boy at times with that. It's all hyped so, up on your. <laughs> hey, did you know in the movie Psycho, there's no, there's no mom. She's dead. It's it's Norman Bates the whole time. I did know that. Oh, okay. I've I was seen trying to spoil something. I, else. I've seen the movie. Okay. Yeah, I I was more joking about it because you're you're so quick. I I want to build to it, and you're just like, nope, Mm-mm. nope, 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 nope. Mm-mm. We're doing it now. We're doing it in the first minute and a half of the podcast. If there is any kind of cliffhanger, I'm getting it out there in the open. I want to talk about that. Darth Vader's Luke's father. Did you know that? Well, since we I just finished editing <laughs> last podcast where we did this bit. I know. I'm sorry. I'm I mean, I, I, I literally just finished editing yesterday, so it would drop today. We're we're recording this one on September 17th, Friday, September 17th, and it's the same day that episode nine dropped. So, yeah. yes, I I am hey. very much aware of that. I, yeah. Anything else? I mean, this one. Look, it's okay that we spent a lot more time on on Spider Island. There was a lot more going on. This was pretty. Like I said, a pretty fun. At times, humorous at times, very dark at times, very serious at times, space opera e space opera love story. And I liked it. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to keep reading. Yes. Brian cool. K. Vaughn's a very good writer. I mean, this guy might have something. Yeah. He, he, he might, might be, have a future. He might do okay. Yeah. yeah. Kid, oh, our kids on got chops. Art, you know, I didn't mention art on this one, and I meant to. It's by Fiona Staples. 
and very well done. I like the art. Yeah, the art was great. It worked really well with what's going on. It had a lot of it, the uh, sword and sorcery magic that it that yeah. it that it needed. And and not a lot is said about the coloring. The colors in this are nice. I, I cool. did not notice. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, dude. I forget. <laughs> I forget. Just, dude, Shit. I'm just kidding. I just want to stay quiet when, when you say something like that. But it's so much fun to say. Because I feel bad. Yeah. Cause Why everybody, do you feel I, bad? I don't know. Because you're colorblind. And okay. I'm, I'm not, I didn't do it on purpose. I, I've uh, never, sorry, I forgot. I've I never not forgot. been colorblind. So it's not, it's not like. <laughs> so cool. I'm glad you liked it. It won a lot of awards, apparently, now that I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Saga did back then. So there you go. Hey, well, I don't know if you have anything else about Saga, but we mentioned when we were trading texts, I don't even know if we've talked on the phone since the last podcast, have we? No. Ha! Nope. That is too funny. We're saving the gold for y'all. Yeah. All, all of you listeners out there. The gold. Um, we, we, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe some tarnished silver? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We mentioned when we were trading texts that maybe we talk a little bit about the Hawkeye trailer. Oh yeah, we did. I, I said we would we would mention the Hawkeye trailer. And, uh, I I was glad you. I I was going to when I had already seen it when Caesar posted about it or texted us about it. So I was going to say yes, and Hav had better have seen it by the time we do the podcast because the last time I brought up two podcasts was two. To, and I mean, two major trailers had come out, and I and yeah. I mentioned them both. And the, I mentioned the one, and you're like, I haven't seen it. I mentioned the other one. I haven't seen it. What? What is YouTube? I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you? Uh, what is I, the internet? I was just like, and I was so done with that podcast at that point, so I was letting it go. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you remember that. So Hawkeye, all sorts of things were from that arc we saw. I've even watched a, a video, and they talk more about it. But man, I, I I've only watched it once, and I caught a I caught some stuff. I mean, the whole bit with the arrows. In the car. In the car chase. Yes. In the car and, chase. And they've got the tracksuit mafia that they yes. had before. And it's, oh, bro, and bro. And they're, and they're having that car chase, that entire issue and that he, took place in a car chase. Yes. I mean, it was incredible. They're, He's in a tuxedo at one point. Yes. Remember that because there's, there's, some sort of, there's some sort of thing like the Madame Mask thing where they were going to go get the tape. There was something going on like that. And he's, he's tied up in a chair. Yes. You know, just and, like. And she comes to rescue him. Yes, it is. They drew great in, in including the font of the Hawkeye when it writes Hawkeye. Yes. That is right out of that comic book. It's Hawkeye. Yeah, it's very cool. I, they 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 know who butters are bread. Fanboys like us are. Well, no, just it's like no, they know what the best arc of Hawkeye ever written was. Eh, that's probably true. And I mean, uh, legitimately, for now now times going back and. It's a shame that this is a completely different type of Hawkeye since this is not the beatdown. This is Family Man Hawkeye instead of I stole a bunch of drug money and bought a building Hawkeye yeah. from that. And the John Wick with the dog Hawkeye. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, he's got some of that because he's got the whole uh, going off to murder everyone during the blip. And that's yeah. going to come back to haunt him. I mean, the, the whole idea that she's wearing his costume and going off and doing that, I'll be fascinated to find out. I, one of the things I watched mentioned that this. is Kate. That is Kate Bishop, right? Oh yeah, that's Kate Bishop. Okay, yeah, right. he, the, right. the 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 girl is Kate Bishop. Some people say I'm one of the world's greatest authors, archers. So <laughs> or authors. Uh, some of the people say I'm one of the world's greatest archers, and his reply is is one of those you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as as, as uh. I've as I've been known to say on the podcast. Kate Bishop, the real Hawkeye. 
I, yeah. I do. You have been known to say that. I, I do really like that character in the comics. At least what they did in that same Hawkeye comic run. book. When they, run, yeah, yeah. When, they, when they went. And you didn't read that, but when they go to L.A., when she goes to L.A. and her L.A. arc is just wonderful. It's, it's completely different from his, but completely the same. It's just different because she's a different... She's a different character, and they it draws it out with that. So gotcha. Yeah. No, hey, it was it, that was a less than two minute trailer, and it was jam packed with I think a lot of stuff that yes, I'm I'm all in, ready for that to drop around Christmas time. Although something not having anything to do with the comic book we read, I want to see Steve Rogers the musical. You know I, that I is, would. You know that has a lot to do with Spider Man the, the the Spider Man musical they did. I mean, failed. my lord. Steve Rogers, the musical. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was talking about that, that they hope I, I read somewhere. Lord, I hope they actually have it. I would love them to release. I, if they I'm did sure it, release that it. they were coming up with, well, what song should be in it? It should. Be. And then they were, they were making fun of the Spider-Man musical talking about some of the songs in that were evidently just, why is it a song about whatever it was? I can't even Didn't remember. Didn't like it was you so two do the music for that musical? The Spider-Man musical? Some- I don't know. In the Spider-Man musical. I don't there know. Was a spider, there was a Spider-Man. There was a Spider-Man musical. Literally, people kept getting injured for the spider The Spider-Man, kept, they kept having to recast because they kept getting injured, like, really, really, really bad. Because the harnessing and the stuff they were trying to do on stage was not working safely. Oh, no. Yes. That's, that's not good. Yeah. Lyrics by Bono and the Edge. <laughs> I knew it. For some reason, that stood out of my head. Well, that I can see why that would, because I probably will never forget that now. Yeah, well, because you know they had such great success with that one song they did for that Batman movie. They were like, "Hey, let's do a whole musical." So no, I, I just we talked about it. I just want not. I don't need to do a deep. There's not much to do a deep dive on. I just I did want to mention it since we talked about it. Yeah, no, I, I I told you we were going to, and you remembered that I told you that. So that's awesome. It's not not just a hat rack. Yeah, I this noggin. Okay. So yeah, hey. So look, we've uh, that's a that's a pretty good uh, podcast that we had there. Miss me and you talking. Not yeah. to float my own boat or our own boats, but I'm I'm gonna. Okay, I I enjoyed it. I I do think we should bring up to the listeners that y'all can contact us. It, evidently, I I don't think anybody that listens knows we have an email you can reach us at. <laughs> Hav and Charles talk comics at gmail.com. That's Hav and Charles talk comics at gmail.com. It's all spelled out. Really J A V A N D Charles talk comics at gmail.com. <laughs> send us a bloody email, people. You're, you're just not, one. You just do test. I dare somebody just to send test. You, you're not gonna. You're not gonna try to try to spell my name. I, I don't think your name needs as much spelling as I mine. know. Charles, I just had I fun with that. You J A V A N D. Yeah. Come on. Charles Come Talk on, Comics. I'm like, wait, but I was going to say it's, it's, uh, it's written then, on the screen there. It's J and, and then our Twitter handle for the podcast is J and C and is spelled out. Yeah. Talk Comics. Talk right? Comics. Yes. And, and then, of course, I'm at Hav Gonzo Tweets mm-hmm. and you're at Harry Red Reel. At it's it's herring red real because some somebody got my herring red before I did. Add herring red gosh, real. Gosh darn it! Yeah, no, that, that's how, how I feel they? about it. Well, well, I I'm irritated because they don't tweet. It's just sitting there. That, that's yeah, why. that is irritating. Yeah, I, I'm like I, I don't think they I, they have no likes. They have no. I'm like why 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 do you have my handle? Right. 
jerk faces. Bad people, man. Yeah. Well, I doubt it. I'm sure they're wonderful. What to read next time, Charles? What to read? Well, you tell me first. What do you got? I, I, let me give you, uh, speaking of lists. No. I like making lists. Don't read your list again. No, it's not the whole list. I was going back and forth. For some reason, since you did a Spider-Man and that's, that's your favorite, I'm not, don't worry, I'm not doing a Cyclops thing. My, one of my favorite <laughs> characters gro- growing up was Batman. So, okay. in, in from my wheelhouse of the 80s, I'm going to ask you to read Batman 10 Nights of the Beast. It's on DC Unlimited. The issue numbers, I thought I wrote down, but I did not. But I will get them to you. It's I a four-issue, not limited series, but it's this four-issue arc in the Batman title back then. Okay. And, and since we're, then, then that'll make it easy. I was thinking I might do this, but I will do this to have something just completely different. Cause I'm sure that's going to be kind of heavy cause it's Batman 10 nights of the beast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a little, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's dark, not super dark. It's not like the killing joke dark, but it's, it's, it's pretty heavy. Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to memory serves. Yeah, that's fine. No, I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's Batman and it's called 10 nights of the beast. It, it, it's not, I'm going to contrast this with Gwenpool. Oh, good. Cause you yes. know what? You've, you've, you've talked this up so long I, I and know. heard nothing but good things. I, well, no, it's just fun. Oh, it's so fun. It's light, frothy fun. And is that just like the first arc? Of yeah. The, of, of I, Gwenpool me, I, I, this is me. I told you it, it, before we started this, I didn't have something yet. And that's just been in the back of my head to do, to, to read. So let's, let's read Gwenpool. I'll give you an arc. I, I'll give you a, num- a, a few numbers and, okay. and, and we'll go, we'll go from there. I was also thinking... We oh we didn't we didn't do uh, themes. Yeah, you know what? I wasn't going to force it because I, I I didn't put a lot um, of thought into it and okay. I couldn't think of much if anything that was really between the two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any thoughts off the top of your head. I don't. I was just throwing it in there because we we've been talking about themes and I thought we we would. Um, if you have any ideas about themes, listening at home, you can send us an email and we'll read those emails in our email segment. That doesn't exist because we don't get emails. Yeah. Hav and Charles complaining about emails is brought to you by the public library. The public library where homeless people can access their email account. And do other stuff in dark corners. Hey, you know what? Actually, I, sh- I shouldn't have made a joke about homeless people in the, inter- in the library. It is a really good place for them that does give them an opportunity to do a lot of things. Like I started your right. Use the restroom. Get on. Get online. Find resources. Very, you know what? Shoot. Very true. Okay. So no, me. no. I started it. I started it. I'm the asshole, and you just followed my lead. I'm sorry for being the lead asshole. I, I did yes and the crap out of that, didn't I? <laughs> Gosh darn it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's about it. I, I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to thank Hav for joining me. I want Hav to make sure Julia's okay, because is she having a sneezing fit? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's, everything's fine. Okay. All right. So thank you for joining us. It's been fun. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate it. All right. Bye. Bye.